0: Welcome back to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia. Purpose to update the church with current news and events that are happening within the ministry of our church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, and today with me to talk about our women's ministry, I have Mary Louise Bowers. Mary Louise, how are you?
1: doing great. Troy, how are you?
0: I'm good as well. Thank you. Thank you for coming it. in and to talk a little bit about what all's going on in the women's ministry.
1: Always glad to be at the podcast table. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> well, of course, uh, here recently we've had our uh, rally Sunday. Yes. Everything uh, kind of has just been kicked off in full motion, full swing, and that certainly includes the women's ministry.
1: That certainly includes women's ministry. I feel like I am uh, running full speed ahead. Um,
0: I'm sure you are. And uh, as I was looking at our website, you you have no shortage of different things that are going on. right? We now. got
1: lots going on, lots going on, <laughs> lots for people to get involved with. Yeah,
0: for sure. So I thought it might be a good idea to read the women's ministry mission statement uh, that's listed on the website just to give our listeners uh, to give them a concise statement of what our women's ministry is purposed for. Uh, and so the women's ministry uh, mission statement on the website says this. The purpose of women's ministry at First Presbyterian Church is to glorify God. We provide avenues for personal spiritual growth and the development of spiritual gifts, expressing our God-given commission through fellowship, Bible study, encouragement, prayer, support, care, and assistance in time of need, thus equipping and touching the lives of women who in like manner share the love of Christ with families, the community, and the nation, and the world.
1: I don't know who to give credit to for that statement, but it's beautiful. It is,
0: and it's, I I think, all-encompassing.
1: Yes, and I think it's spot on.
0: Yeah, certainly. And that's the mission of the body, serving the body just within context of women's ministry. So a few of the things that you guys have going on right now I thought we could touch on. First is the series, um, the Pursuit of Godliness series. I know that uh, we just finished those up. Maybe you could reflect on that a little bit with us uh, and tell us some things that went well, some things you were excited about, and what you're looking forward to next year.
1: You know, one of the things that I love about the Pursuit of Godliness series is, for those who don't know, that's a series of meals where we gather together as women to hear from one of our women about the Lord's work and her life. And one of the things that I love about that is just um, all of our stories are different, Mm. but they all involve um, brokenness. One of my favorite hymn lines is All the fitness he requires is to feel your need of him, and this he gives you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly, life in the world shows us our need, right? Like, I, don't, I know you know this, Troy, um, but I, I'm broken mm-hmm. and in desperate need of the saving work of Jesus Christ. And I think that's what we see in these testimonies. It's, mm-hmm. I am broken, but he is enough. So it was great. We, you know, we had Lena Dietrich, Emily Luther, and Emily Metzger, who are in a variety of stages and have a variety of life experiences, uh, but the, the common theme was, in all, in all, Jesus is good, mm-hmm. and He is enough, and He has rescued me. And so our hope in those uh, meet when we meet together for those meals is that other people would hear that story and that it would resonate. And Mm -hmm. so if you're a believer and you have been for a long time, perhaps it's an encouragement to you just to um, reflect on your own story. Mm -hmm. But it's also a great place for our women to bring friends or neighbors or colleagues who perhaps haven't heard the gospel clearly. And and we hope that they hear the good work of, of our Lord in those times. And, and I think we, I think we experienced that this summer. It, one of my favorite things that we do, and I, I had a number of women who said, because this is my first summer, this was my first summer as director of women's ministry. And so this is a carried over program from years past. And sure, I had a number of women who said, thank you so much for mm. keeping these around. And of course we we hope to have many more summers of mm. Pursuit of Godliness.
0: Yeah, the gospel's personal, right? And so what a interpersonal way to, and, and vulnerable way to really let our guards down, share our personal story of how God has, has worked and, and redeemed us from our sin and ourselves. And that's wonderful. And, and, and thank the Lord he's placed so many women who are willing to do that. Certainly. Uh, So we also have a a big program that's coming up soon called the Foundry, which is a one-on-one discipleship program. Would you talk a little bit about the Foundry?
1: Absolutely. Uh, So the Foundry is, like you said, our one-on-one discipleship program. There's a men's Foundry and a women's Foundry. Um, Men have their own registration. Women have their own registration. But we are trying to collaborate more this year. Yeah. So the way it works with women specifically mm-hmm. is if you are interested in being paired up with someone who is more seasoned, I like Brian Bolt's uh, explanation it, of that, um, somebody who's more seasoned than you are in the faith, then you can get on our website, on the app and register. I think actually it's org mm-hmm. slash women's foundry. Mm-hmm. And Go ahead and register. If you were interested, if you think you are more seasoned, um, or perhaps and, and you we, know it's very s- evident that we you're say more
0: seasoned. More seasoned, we mean more seasons of life, not like spices. You're not spicier.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes our <laughs> older ladies are spicy. Uh, so I don't discount that. But, um, sure. you know, Troy, that looks different. So I've got women who are in their 20s who sure. are in a great position to mentor a college student. Yeah. And then I've got women who are, you know, seventy who are in a great position to mentor ladies who are fifty. Mm-hmm. So you don't outgrow being mm-hmm. mentored. Uh, I'm 39. I tell other people who are my age, you are welcome to sign up for the Foundry. Mm-hmm. I, I think it can be really helpful. I know I'm in the midst of parenting four kids, and it's really encouraging to me to talk to women who have survived mm-hmm. parenting yeah. young children. I mean, you know, to know there's
0: people out there to know that like.
1: <laughs> It, there's a chance my kids can make it to adulthood. And, and just to know that that, that there is that. It certainly, you know, it, it's women supporting women. And uh-huh. so, uh, anyway, all of that to say, I encourage women of all ages who would like to be mentored to some in some capacity yeah. to sign up on our website. Conversely, if you believe the Lord's calling you to serve in this way, please shoot me an email. Mm-hmm. mlbowers at firstpresscolumbia.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are actively recruiting uh, mentors, and sign-ups for the Women's Foundry will close on uh, September 12th.
0: Okay, September 12th is when they close. And, of course, even if we're not extremely comfortable mentoring someone who might be in a younger season, that, that's, a, that's a step of faith, placing our faith in Christ and actually mentoring and, and seeing our faith strengthened
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, this is one of, I love this program because it is so explicitly biblically based. I Mm -hmm. mean, our older women should be training our younger women in righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage all of our women to pray through serving in this capacity. And I would encourage our younger women, I mean, you know, it's all relative, right? So younger doesn't have to mean like you're 18, but anyone who who would enjoy that training in righteousness, that's something that's necessary. Mm. You know, one of the things, who was pointing it out to me recently, like we don't love to be under authority.
0: Yeah, well, discipline's painful in the moment, right? (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Um, But it is also really good and helpful. And so there's no need for anyone to feel like they're alone on this Christian journey. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I know that the men's foundry, is going through Maturity by Sinclair Ferguson. Do you all have a book that you are going through together as well?
1: That's a great question. So it's interesting the differences in men and women, right? Mm -hmm. So some of our women find that doing a book together actually hinders their ability to relate to each other. Mm. Uh, So if they spend all their time talking about a book, they don't actually get to know each other. Others of our women find that a book is a great vessel Mm -hmm. for relationships. And so we have, uh, we will certainly be recommending maturity. I think that's a great choice and I I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to reading it. But we also, our women have great freedom and flexibility and, and actually when you're signing up to participate in the foundry, it's helpful for us if you, if you'll indicate whether you want to do a book study, because that'll help us pair you with a mentor who has similar similar interests and values? Yeah. But um, if maturity isn't the book that you're looking for this year, we also have a list of books that we recommend.
0: Endless amounts of wonderful. There's study so many material. to choose from. <laughs> I Troy
1: and I, I struggled. We had a did a book club for the ladies over the summer, and I struggled enormously. Not because I couldn't find a book that I thought our ladies would want to read, yeah. but because it felt like right the playoffs trying to pick up yeah. you know trying I, to pick a book like oh yeah, okay yeah. i think that one's out but these two are re- like yeah. this is like the championship we and, have um, that
0: conversation in our home all the time
1: yeah i mean there's so <laughs> many good things and, and a limited amount of time so we do our best you know i haven't read everything right but between all of the readers that we have on staff and on session yeah. um we do try to compile a, a good list of, of recommended resources. Sure.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they do a phenomenal job at that. Well, we've got a couple other things here on the list. Of course, we've got women's small groups that are kicking off. What is the idea of a small group here? In first sure, place?
1: and I might talk about circle While I talk about small groups, if you don't mind, Troy, because I think these are two opportunities for women to get to know groups of women. Uh, So we have small groups this year. If you're new to the church, this is actually brand new for all of us. Mm -hmm. So uh, what small groups are are groups of women who are committed to meet together for 10 weeks. Some meet on campus, some meet off campus, and we will all be going through Courtney Doctor's study from Garden to Glory, a Bible study on the Bible story.
0: Which looks excellent.
1: Oh, it's so good. It is so good. I'm really excited for a woman to study that. and and do think that it will prove fruitful. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so our women, these will be groups of women who meet together. They have been assigned to each other. Um, Small groups are kicking off probably right as this uh, podcast launches, But one of Mm -hmm. our themes in the women's ministry Mm -hmm. is there's always room for one more. There's always room for one more. So if you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to jump in on our small group ministry, please jump on in. We'd love to have you. There's always room for somebody else at the table. So just reach out and let me know. M.L. Bowers at FirstPressColumbia.org. But these small groups are different than our circle groups. So our circle groups are... Connected to our denomination, which is the Associate Reformed yeah, Presbyterian sure. Church, and our circle groups will be going through a book on Elijah and Elisha this year, along with all of our denominational women. Yeah, and uh, it's meet they meet once a month, and they'll have a, a bit of a Bible study with this, you know, based on this Elijah Elisha sure. book, and they'll also meet together to pray and serve a missionary. And they have what they call a circle project, which is, um, for instance, our Young Women's Circle is paired up with A Moment of Hope. And they often will be found um, putting together care bags for the A Moment of Hope volunteers to give to women who are in crisis pregnancy situations. So uh, circles are broader in scope. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We have 16 circles that meet both at church and around town, serving a variety of different functions. But that is different than our small group Bible studies, who will meet for 10 weeks, really just to dive into the Word and pray together. So circle groups meet September through May every year consistently, and small groups are 10 weeks in the fall and, Lord willing, 10 weeks in the spring. Yeah,
0: sure. Well, it looks like the last thing uh, I've got, we've got two focused uh, women's Sunday school classes of course yes. of course women are uh, obviously invited to join any class sure. that we have on Sunday mornings but these two specifically for women would you Care to talk about, um, it looks like, the women's Bible class and then the remnant class?
1: Sure, I'd love to talk about this. So the women's Bible class is taught by Lisa Higgins. They're studying providence, um, specifically going through John Piper's book yeah. on providence wow, this year. Wow, that's a
0: big book to go through. It's a huge
1: book. Um, you, are, you do not need the book. You do not have to read the book to to go to the class. Well, yeah. Lisa certainly saying if anybody wants the book, great. I mean, Piper is readable. Oh yeah. So certainly. even though it's a big certainly. book, it is a readable book. Sure. Um, Lisa is, is walking our ladies through a, a deeper look yeah, at God's wonderful. providence. Wow. And, uh, so I think it'll probably get a little heady, but, uh, really a wonderful way to, to learn more about our Lord mm. And, and take a deeper dive into theology. Mm-hmm. Um, the remnant class is a great group of women as well. Uh, that will be taught by Rosemary Thomas, primarily. And they'll be studying the book of Hebrews. Yeah. You know, both of these Sunday school classes are great ways. If you're looking to meet with other women and you can't do our midweek stuff, mm-hmm. these Sunday school classes are wonderful for mm-hmm. that. Um, these ladies pray for each other and and really become a, a community. So I yep. would encourage, if there are ladies who are looking for a Sunday school class, pop in to mm-hmm. these to these classes. Check them out. I, I feel like they're hidden gems.
0: Oh, yeah. They, they've also got listed on here. They're in the education building. If you're not familiar with the campus map, the education building is just off of Jackson Hall, uh, where all of our children's classes are on the bottom floor, third floor up, education building. Yep. Both those, those classes. classes are up there. Yeah.
1: Uh, The other thing, Troy, I want to talk about a couple events we've got coming up. The first is uh, Thanksgiving for Missions on September 21st. Yeah. And that'll actually be paired with our Women's Foundry kickoff. So we'll kick off the foundry that evening around 515, um, pop up to the Warlaw Vestibule, which is just on the third floor Mm -hmm. of the education building. Mm -hmm. If you head upstairs to the third floor, you'll find us. And uh, we'll kick off the foundry and then head down to eat dinner together and we'll hear from one of our missionaries, Katie Shuler,
0: yeah,
1: about the Lord's work in Japan. So looking forward to that event, encourage all of our women to participate. We also have a special event coming up in October. Uh, we are not having a, women's, a formal women's conference this fall mm-hmm. as we have done in the past. And um, so this year on October 21st, we are still ironing out the details, but we're going to have Kathy Davis talk to us about Jesus as the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll certainly plan to have a meal that night, but but anyway, ladies, save the date because we've got a fun a fun night coming up on October twenty first. October twenty so, first. You know what's great, Troy? September twenty first, October twenty first. Yeah. <laughs> ladies can just <laughs> mark continuity. their calendars. Yeah. If it's the twenty first, come on to First Press.
0: Right, you you know something's going on. Right. That's certainly a comprehensive list for women's ministry this fall, so you've got your hands full, uh, which is wonderful. We're thankful for you. Last question, um, just how can the church be praying for you and the women's ministry?
1: Thank you for asking. I think for me, I would ask for people to pray for my stamina. Uh, I certainly feel called to this position, and it is my great joy and delight to serve our women. But I do, like I said earlier, I have a husband and four children and and really want to balance that well. So that's how you can pray for me personally. It's just that I would balance work life and home life well, Mm -hmm. and that I would have the energy to persevere. For our women, just pray for our women to grow in the word um, and grow in relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. There's always a risk whenever you have... um, this may be true with men. Men are not my expertise. I, when I say I have four children, I really have four daughters. Right. And I grew up going to all girls school for fourteen years before sure. college. So like I'm a I'm a girls girl. Right. Um, so men are not my expertise. But with <laughs> women I know for sure that there's always you always run the risk of people feeling left out or there being yeah. clicks. Yeah. A lot of the reason we're having all these opportunities is so that we can fight that. Yeah, uh, we want our women to know each other, we want our women to be part of our first pres family. Yeah, and so I would ask for prayers that women who don't feel like they're a part of things would really press in and mm-hmm. make the, the effort to mm-hmm. be a part of things, and that those efforts would be rewarded mm-hmm. with deep gospel centered relationships.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing to be in prayer for. That's um, I, I, always a challenge, right? It's always a challenge for in sure. every season. Well, thank you, Mary Louise, for sharing some of your time, sharing some of your thoughts on women's ministry right now.
1: Absolutely. It's it's fun to get to sit here with you, Troy, and, and reflect on all that we've got going on. And, you know, it's it kind of takes a minute to get out of the weeds of mm-hmm. details of planning things and think, Ooh, this really is exciting. Right. So, got so a it's lot fun. Of
0: fun yeah, so it's fun for me to yeah. come to
1: the table um, and join you.
0: Mm. Well, thank you. And thank you for everyone who's listening. Of course, our hope is that you're built up as the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, and to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.